0: This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM.
1: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School,
0: this is Dr. Dawn on Careers. Welcome to Dr. Don on Careers on Sirius XM 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and I'm the career director for the executive MBAs at the Wharton School. I'm also a licensed psychologist former corporate recruiter and author of the book Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and Seize Success. We are so excited to be back live taking our calls all hour. So if it's Thursday noon Eastern, you can give us a call right now at 844-942-7866. Of course, it's always fun to be in studio with Dana and Dion who make the show sound great every single week. And of course, we have a fun pre-break quiz coming up, that is always a good time. But if you are in a job search, if you're thinking of making a career switch, or maybe you're just having challenges in your workplace, call us now 844-942-7866 because we are here every Thursday to help answer all of your questions. And to do that this week, we are very excited to have a Fabulous expert joining the show. So Null Ball is a career strategist, podcaster, and founder of Supercharge, a career advisory firm with clients in Europe, Middle East, Africa, North America, and Asia. A former HR director, she has served for almost two decades in HR leadership roles in top firms like GE, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and on three continents. So she is also... A top 25 career coach on LinkedIn and hosts a podcast called How I Got Hired. And so we're so excited to have you here, Sonal. Thank you
2: so much for having me, um, Dawn. I'm excited, I'm nervous. <laughs> <in the field.
0: laughs> I love your I love your honesty. So you are a top 25 LinkedIn career coach. So I'm telling people they should be calling right now because I know so many people are looking for career advice and you are the woman you provided. So I'm so excited you're here. Uh, we met when we were on a joint panel together at General Assembly. I think it was uh, mm-hmm. maybe based out of Europe. I, um, but it was so great to be on that panel with you you because i just loved your energy i love the way you deliver your career advice in such a memorable way so i'm really really excited that we connected so that you could get on the show and if you have a career job search question today is the day to call 844-942-7866 we are live if it's thursday noon eastern so let's just let's just kind of uh you know start with the basics sonal how did you get into this field
2: yeah fantastic question (laughs) Um, before I think before I answer, I just want to say quickly PHP, um PHP, what is that? Uh it's such a pleasure, honor and privilege. Don, I've been listening to this show for a while and I'm like I can't kind of believe it I'm on the show. Um, how did I get into the career field? Uh, very frankly, I didn't even know it existed till three to four years ago and I was in one of those people that enjoyed corporate life for a very, very long time and enjoyed getting ready, you know, getting my outfit ready the night before, getting the jewelry, the heels, everything organized, up until a couple of years ago where it just, you know, the energy wasn't coming anymore. In fact, it was depleting as opposed to restoring energy. And I, I was a little bit lost on. Um, to be honest, that's just the way it was. And, and the things I thought I was good at and I wanted, the market wasn't responding. So it required reaching out to a coach, and required some deep self-reflection and i by accident i realized okay you know i've sh- i've learned a lot over the years and so many different places everything i've learned i'm just going to put it all together in a video format on youtube that's what i started doing and guess what nothing happened no subscribers <laughs> except my parents some people have the same last name nobody was watching i was so like sad about it and i was like yeah always me And then I took the same content from YouTube and started putting it a lot more actively on LinkedIn, you know, thanks to my my coach's advice. And that's when things changed. And that's when people reached out and saying, hey, I like this article. I like this video. Um, Can I work with you? And I was like, really? You want to work with me? So I've been through the journey of a lot of, you know, job seekers and, and career people and professionals because your confidence goes up and down like a roller coaster. And when it's down, it feels really permanent.
0: So, yeah, that's how I got started. Yeah, so and it, your story is so relatable because I think a lot of people um, have felt that way, and especially now are feeling that way. So, all mm-hmm. that they're they're not feeling the energy they once did for their jobs, and you know, in part that could be due to the pandemic and all of the mm-hmm. the stress of the mm-hmm. last year. But I think I think the pandemic has also caused a lot of people to reevaluate am I in the right job? And and is this a good time to make a change? So that's why I love your story. And of course, I love your acronyms. I know we'll be hearing more of those throughout (laughs) the show because you love your acronyms too. So I'm so excited that we'll be talking more about that. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Dr. Dawn on Career Serious XM 132 Business Radio. And we are live if it's Thursday, noon Eastern, 844-942-7866. Do you have a career question? Are you in a job search? Are you thinking maybe once things get back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that looks like, that I might need to start looking for a job. Well, if that's the case, you definitely want to call with your career questions today because we have an awesome expert with us. Sonal Ball is a top 25 LinkedIn career coach, so you could not ask for better advice. 844 <laughs> 942 So you, you work with people on, on all continents. Sonal, and you have tons of clients. You can give great advice. I think everybody should follow you on LinkedIn. Um, what What are maybe the top one or two challenges you're seeing job seekers face right now?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, there's more similarities than differences. And, and somebody asked me the same thing. You know, is it different in Europe or Asia? Um, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I think people are people. And um, the universality of challenges is, Number one, uh, the stories, the stories that they are telling themselves. And these are the exact stories I told myself. Uh, and they are as follows. There's not enough jobs out there. I'm getting too many rejections. Hence, this means I'm not good enough. Um, belief systems. So BS. <laughs> we <do> BS. we, <laughs> we love BS. Uh, that's we great. We know BS stands for something else. I'm not going to curse here on, on uh, <laughs> U.S. radio. <laughs> Um, So these belief systems are so ingrained and so deep. We were not born this way. So something has happened over time, and it could be very temporary, like a pandemic, or it could be feelings from further back. So uh, the feeling of inadequacy, particularly when um, a couple of rejections come in and we think this is it, this is life, and, and it doesn't get any better than this. I would say that's the first one. And and the second um, one that I'm feeling is, again, a little bit, you know, um, related to, you know, Dawn, even in the best of times uh, and the worst of times, there's a scarcity mindset when it comes to changing. Let's say I've been doing financial analysis for 15 years. I'm really darn good at it, but now I'm bored and there's got to be more uh, to life. And at the same time, I enjoy writing. Um, Would I want to do something? No way. No way, what are people going to see? And, and, you know, how am I going to shift that? There are transferable skills out there and transferable skills are our best friend when it comes to changing. It could be small steps, like let's do a side hustle, um, because I think if there was ever a time to think about alternative sources of income, this is the time. This is the time to do it, uh, and and people are experimenting. It's not that expensive to set this up, but there's a fear. There's a fear element. So I would say first, yeah. So so fear as well as the the general feeling of inadequacy because uh, two or two hundred people said. Um, no to
0: you. Yeah, it's it, and combine those together. So 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 you're you're oh, scared boy. of making a change, and then you start getting rejected. Just which reinforces your your belief systems. Then yes. it's it's and com- BS. yeah, yes. it's completely <laughs> completely demoralizing. So I totally totally see that. Hey, 844-942-7866 nine four two seven eight six six. You're listening to SiriusXM channel one thirty two. We're live if it's Thursday noon Eastern. Taking all of your career and job search questions. And so we're going to go right to the phones with John in Michigan. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What's yeah, your first time caller? First time caller. Well, welcome. We're, we're very excited. You, you called on a great day because we have an awesome expert, Sunil, with us today. And we would love, love to help you with your career question.
3: Okay. So, my question is. Kind of salary based. I'm trying to decide if I should chase a salary or chase um, what I enjoy doing. Um, I've been offered a job that pays kind of double what I'm paying now, but it would require the family to move. And I'm just kind of looking for some insight on, you know, how to prioritize um, our pros and cons list, if you will, and how to make the best decisions.
0: Yeah. Oh, so there's a lot tangled up in this probably besides just the money. So, so tell us about the job. Is it like, let's put the money aside. Is the job something that you would, would be interested and excited about?
3: It is. Um, I actually am a specialist in the field that I've been offered to do. Um, but the problem is, I guess, is that a job I started while waiting on this offer, I turned out to really enjoy. So now I'm kind of torn because I like both jobs. So, um, kind of a tough decision
0: to make. Okay. So you have, you have two jobs then. One that requires you to move and pays double, one that doesn't require you to move and maybe doesn't pay as well. Is that is that a correct assessment? Right.
3: That's that's exactly that's the black and white. Got so I'm it. just trying to figure out like how do I make that decision and then not regret it.
0: Ooh, ooh, yeah, well now you're talking emotions. This is getting dicey. Hey Sonel, what what advice do you have for John? Oh my gosh. This is um
2: you know, one of those moments, John, you're never going to know which one was the right decision. Um, and you're only going to know this in the future. You know, what Steve Jobs said, we can only connect the dots backwards and not forwards. Um, you know, um, firstly, I think there's no right or wrong answer. It's very personal. So it has to be whatever works for you. You know, we can shed a few you know, light here, a little bit of light here. I think the first thing is um, when I hear people say it pays double, and when they are talking about a different city or a different country for that matter, even in here, here in Europe, um, just want to make sure that there's an apples to apples comparison, meaning, um, you know, factor in cost of living, um, you know, housing, all of that stuff, quality of life, standard of living. Uh, what would that result in the yeah. net take home monthly pay versus the other one, which you think doesn't pay so well on a monthly pay? I just want to make sure that we the money aspect is sort of attacked immediately uh, before we look at it as double, I'm sort of simplifying it, but, you know, I've seen that happen sometimes where we kind of, dis- you know, discount that factor. Um, so the other thing as well is at the same time, um, between the two that you have, firstly, this is, I have to acknowledge, this is a great problem to have. Um, for a lot of people, I mean, who would who currently have nothing, this would be uh, you know something fun. I know it doesn't feel like fun <laughs> <right> <laughs> now because it's a little bit of pressure. But um, the thing is, the thing when you follow enjoyment, and I heard you say, "I'm so happy you use that word." When you follow enjoyment, because that enjoyment is giving you happiness, I feel like the money will come. It'll always come. Um, when we follow the money instead, because money is the outcome, we do a great job, we, we get money, but it's not the target for me. The target is being of value, being of service, and being a good person, you know, good, good dad, good worker, you know, in your role in the world. The thing that you enjoy doing and you love it so much, you see growth in there. And you even have a sense of working culture there because you've met a few people, maybe not face-to-face because of the pandemic, but you know, you've, you've seen them on Zoom, you get a certain energy, you get a certain vibe that we all know you can't translate that into money. The thing that makes you feel like, oh man, okay. like I think I would love to wake up on Monday because I think that's the team I want to be with, as opposed to it pays great, but it's Sucking my soul. (laughs) You will not know that, but deep, deep, deep down, I think you do know. Um, And it's a question of you know weighing your pros and cons. But deep down, I think you you, we always know as human beings. I think we're all we're all very complete and very whole as human beings. So we have a good idea. So where do you see growth? Where do you see the next level, John, leveling up between the two? And I think the answer is going to be clear as day.
0: What are you thinking, John?
3: Thank you. That was perfect. That was, I got chills hearing that. That's exactly what I needed to hear. So um, thank you for that advice. and I'm going to take that and um, make a decision, and I'll try to call you guys back and let you know what I do.
0: Yeah, we would awesome. love that. We would love that because we, we always like hearing how things turn out. But, John, we're so excited you found us. We're so excited you decided to pick up the phone and call, especially on Today, where we have uh, Sonal here with her amazing advice. And like she said, it's a good problem to have. And I know it might feel difficult decision right now, but we are so excited for you. And congratulations, whichever way you go, it sounds like you are going to be a huge success. So we can't wait to hear. John, thank you so much. Thank you.
3: Have a good
0: day. You too. All the best. Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Career, Sirius XM 132, Business Radio. And we are live, if it's Thursday, noon Eastern, taking your calls all hour, 844-942-7866. And our special guest today is Sonal Bal, who is a top 25 LinkedIn career coach. Um, she has a great podcast. Her company is Supercharged, which is a career advisory firm that serves clients in Europe, Middle East, Africa, North America. And Asia, and she is just all around an amazing person. So we are going to go right back to the phones with Kevin in Texas. Kevin, welcome to the show. It's on your mind today, uh, Doctor Doctor Br- uh, Don. You, you forgot for who you called. You're like, who did I call? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate
4: it. I'm actually, uh, I pulled off to the side of the road. Was real excited to to hear you on, and also to to hear that you have uh, uh, Sonal Bao on. Uh, I follow her as well. Awesome! And uh, just really excited. And, and and my question is, how can I use uh, social media, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, those kind of things to help me really kind of develop my career? How how can I use that to my best effort? How how much time should I spend, and how should I do that?
0: Yeah. So, Kevin, what what is your goal with social media? What are you What are you looking to uh, accomplish?
4: Uh, you know, I I, I think it's. Um, Really, kind of getting people to know what I can do, you know, what what um, what I bring to the table, I guess, in in that sense, and uh, kind of help me get greater exposure, hopefully, to open up more opportunities.
0: Okay, so are you hoping the end result will be a job? Are you hope? Are you looking for new clients? Do you have your own business? Are you um, wanting to be like a thought leader in your field? Uh,
4: I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm already employed. Uh, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how do you kind of keep that momentum? Because things change all the time. Companies let people go all the time. How can I use social media to make sure I'm not being let go in a a sense that I'm a a great value to my company, but also that other opportunities are coming to me before there is, a, I guess, a transition? Because I've been there and I don't want to go there again.
0: I love the way you're thinking, Kevin, and everybody should take note of this, that even if you you have a great job, you love your job, it's going well, always, always be building your brand and thinking about um, the next step. So, uh, Sonal is an expert at this, so now I'm going to let you take this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hi, Kevin. Uh, I, I
2: love this out. question and... Um, you know, when when this goes into podcast mode, I am going to replay this part a hundred times because I don't think, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think people do enough of proactive work. It's a little bit reactive. Um, and when it comes to LinkedIn, uh, the data is clear. Uh, the 750 million users, there's 250 million active monthly users, but at the end of the day, it's what is it, 0.1% that actually create content and what content of that is original content it's even a smaller percentage than that right so first it it comes down to what do you want to talk about how do you want to show up those are very personal questions no nobody can say this is what kevin should do there's no right or wrong answer however um consist i heard consistency and i love this word i think consistency in brand and consistency in message is great so if i um uh, a marketing person, and I want to say, Kevin shows up on LinkedIn two times a week or once a week, and is going to talk about either marketing, or leadership, or communication. Those are my things. Those are what I I believe in. That or branding. You know, then you stick to that. Then be crystal clear. There are no dog, cat, horse videos because we see a lot of that on LinkedIn, and that stuff gets crazy number of likes, comments, shares, follows, but you gotta be, you got to be true to yourself. I would say start with that. And secondly, remove your ego out the window. Just throw it out the window. It's not going to be your friend. It's never been your friend anyway. It, it wants to pull you back and say, hey, don't publish that. Hey, don't click publish. Because when you do, you're going to see for hours, no one's going to like it. Oh, that's awful. What are people thinking about you? Forget it. As long as you believe it's good quality information. Uh, and thirdly, spend some time understanding the platform every platform is unique you know it's like a person instagram has certain rules and it has certain ways of working linkedin has certain different ways so so watch some youtube videos follow people who already do what you want to do you don't have to reinvent the wheel and creating content doesn't have to be this gigantic you know um pool where it's very cold it's it's um i don't know how you say it, in fahrenheit okay it's like five degrees Celsius or <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to jump in this is the only way I'm creating content feels like that oh I need to publish a video tomorrow no step by step dip your toes in the pool how does it feel go in take your time and dipping means different things for different people it can mean for example OPT <laughs> Don that's my first activity today <laughs> other people's traffic find other people who do fantastic work and you've you know you you like their vibe they're nice people and you see that they're publishing at a certain time every single day, join the bandwagon, put in a comment that's very thoughtful, rather than, thank you, great post, thumbs up. Everybody does that. (laughs) You're different. You want to be like, I love this. Thank you so much for posting. Um, You know, this is why I love it. Reason number one and reason number two. And the person is going to start noticing, Kevin, and imagine if you do this 10 minutes or 15 minutes every day, or every other day, we have time for that. We can always take out a- All these things I'm talking about, they will. Um, there'll be an exponential increase, in the number of times people are viewing, a guy like Kevin, and and before you know it, um, yeah, you'll be the talk of the town. <laughs>
0: I hope this
4: sounds helps. fantastic. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love that plan.
0: I love that you brought this Thank up, you. Kevin, because, um, you know, Sonal, of course, is spot on. And I think a lot of people need to think about that. There's a lot of people maybe listening right now who are thinking, well, I'm not in a job surge. I don't plan to be. But but that's the thing. A lot of times people don't plan to be. But unfortunately, the economy, their industry, their company, things change. And I think you don't want to start once you get that notice. You want to have been prepared. So I love that you're doing that. And of course, I love that you pulled over to be <laughs> safe while you're while you're on the phone we love that so so thank you kevin kevin what's going to be your first step now
4: Uh, just start planning start getting stuff ready to, to to put out there i'm i'm excited
0: well, we are excited for you, and we're so excited that you gave us a call today. Thank you so much, Kevin. Drive safely out there. And hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to SiriusXM 132 Business Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. If you want more information, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Don Graham. We are here with the fabulous Sonal Bal, who is a top 25 LinkedIn career coach. She has a fabulous podcast called How I Got Hired, among many other accomplishments. And so now we're so excited you're here sharing your wisdom with us. So I love your acronyms, and I know we have to we have to get more into those during the show, but you know, before we get into that, because Kevin brought up the social media, I will say one of the things about your LinkedIn that I love, your profile, is your about section. A lot of people skip this section altogether. They just, you know, it's, it's kind of that summary section at the top and mm-hmm. people just mm-hmm. forget about it and, and you know, don't type anything. I think you have like two, well, I don't know how many characters. Maybe it's sixteen 2,600. I'm not sure. But um, Yeah. But you do such a beautiful job with it. And, you know, specifically, the part I love is these are the four reasons I'm not your typical career coach. So can you can you give some advice on how you came up with your your about section and why people should one, fill it in, but two, how they should be thinking about it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I I don't like the word should because I feel like, you know, it's all about testing and this about section you're seeing Dawn is after ten about sections I've done over the last <laughs> two years, so it's always kind of you know work in pro- uh, work in progress. Um, what I think um, the great thing about being active on LinkedIn, and I'm also live every week at um, eight a m Eastern, is that I invite guests, and I don't know everything, nobody knows everything and And I had a resume writer called Virginia Franco um, and and she said something which I love we have all forgotten that when we read a newspaper or a magazine and we read an article, there's always a headline. And the headline determines if we're going to read the rest of it or not. We forget that completely. So we see a post or about section, and it's a blob. It's a blob, like, you know, paragraph. Like, it just makes my eyes go, oh, my gosh, that's really painful to read. I'm not going to go there. So the first line is either a headline or here, many people call it the hope. And the hook determines if people are going to bite, meaning are they going to read more? Are they going to read more? And the best way I feel to do that is write something down on, you know, a a word, a a, a document, not uh, here directly on LinkedIn, because, you know, sometimes it just doesn't save. (laughs) (laughs) So you write something down on a Word document, obviously press save, and then read it out loud to yourself. How does it sound? Would you want to read what? You see, I saw some awful about sections and I saw some great about sections. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, so your first line really, really matters. And for me, it, and a, by, by the way, people make this a lot. People say this a lot. Um, you have to think about this because you're a small business owner or you're self-employed. Hello, we are all a business of one we are all a business of one we need to all start thinking like entrepreneurs and we have to start thinking of the prospective employer as a client a, you know client consultant type of relationship and you you're speaking to your target audience in the about section the people you know a lot of us think the about section is is about us <laughs> and that's really ironic the about section is not about you a little bit about you but it comes later It's first about um, the problem that you're trying to solve. Uh, Sorry, not try. Uh, You either do it or you don't. Yoda. (laughs) There you go.
0: Yoda. I was going to say that. Awesome.
2: (laughs) That word. That's one of the words I can't stand. You do or you do not. The problem you solve. When people read it, they're like, oh, she's talking to me. She's talking to me and she's talking about me. Mm -hmm. Read that. Okay, so this is what I do. This is who I work with. And What my favorite thing is, what makes that part is about you. What makes me different, Um, because just you're you're just not like everyone else. You're just not. You're unique, unique. Y O U N I Q U E. Unique. This is a great time to talk about it, and I have so many clients from you know different parts of the world, particularly don outside of the United States. Uh, There is a little bit of you know like in Asia, uh, Europe. There is a bit of a culture that I don't want to come across as very bragging. Um, it's not bragging if it's true. Mm-hmm. It ain't, I'm speaking American. It ain't bragging if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love your impersonations. Sunil. I love I them. Like, I, no, I, had, I had no idea you did impersonations too. So you, you're just the, the total package. package. I can't believe I did the person or like I'm impersonating an American accent on American
2: radio. Oh my God. Uh, uh, my, we, You know, like, if if I have screened a quarter of a million resumes and I've interviewed 5,000 people, is it a fact or an opinion? You have to think, the thing I'm writing is a fact or an opinion. If it's an opinion, change it, make it a fact. If it's a fact, stand beside it, be proud of it. This is a great time to showcase that. And eyeballs, eyeballs, people. We have limited time. You yourself, we, I I believe Microsoft uh, Research says uh, a Goldfish has, uh, the attention span of eight seconds and human beings have an attention span now of six seconds and this was in 2016 i'm pretty sure by now our attention span is
0: like zero <laughs> like, wait what what were we talking about so what
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there you go attention is everything you want to get them to read the very last line so whatever it is that and people are like you know, this doesn't matter. Nobody reads it. And, you know, you see the default section demonstrated history of working and say, what does that even mean? Yeah, make it mean something. And if you're speaking to the target audience and whether that audience is a you know, prospective employer or uh, a consultant or whoever it is, they're going to read it and they'll be like, hey, um, and people remember that. Because when it's about them and it's not about you, they're like, hey, I remember your about section, you know, and, and somebody talked to me about it on a podcast. And I was like, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. It, how, it made you feel a certain thing. That's the beauty of the about section.
0: I love it. I love it. And everybody who's listening now, and, and if you're in your car, uh, pull over. I think you need to write this advice down yeah. because I see so many people who, one, don't feel that part out, which is which is a miss if you're using LinkedIn um, and engaging with it. Uh, two, I see so many people just kind of copy and paste their headline from maybe their resume or, mm-hmm. or you know, something just very generic. And I think, I think you know, when I read yours and all, I just felt exactly like you said. I felt like I knew you. I felt like you were talking to me. And it's just this feeling. And I would say if you read your About section or have someone else read it and there's not a feeling associated with it and energy, then you have some work to do and you have some edits to make. And um, hey, if you're looking for some advice on how to do that, you're, you're on the right day and the right show because Sonal can help you do that right on air if you're brave enough. Um, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Career, Sirius XM 132. If it's Thursday, we're live. Noon Eastern, 844-942-7866. But we have to take a br- brief, Break, brief break. Dion, you know what that means? It means it's our pre-break quiz. Quiz.
1: There's a quiz?
0: There is always a quiz. What is highly unique, to use Sonal's word, about the 16-story gate tower building in osaka japan what is highly unique about the 16 story gate tower building in osaka japan uh if you think you know you can give us a call at 844-942-7866 and play along but you're listening to sirius xm 132 and we will be right back you're listening to dr dawn on careers on business radio Welcome back to Dr. Dawn on Career Series XM. 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and I'm the career director for the MBA for Executives program at the Wharton School, former recruiter and author of the book, Switcher is How Smart Professionals Change Careers and See Success. You can follow me on Twitter for more information at Dr. Don Graham, or check out my LinkedIn Learning videos if you're looking for something to help you with your job search. Two of the popular ones that I've seen lately, switching your career and getting into the mind of the hiring manager, and you can find those on LinkedIn learning. We're so excited to be back in studio live every Thursday, noon Eastern, 844 942 We're taking your questions right now, and we are even more excited to have a special guest with us today. Sonal Ball is a career strategist, podcaster, and founder of SuperCharge, a career advisory firm with clients in Europe, Middle East, Africa, North America, and Asia. She not only speaks four languages, but she's also a top 25 career coach on LinkedIn and has a podcast called How I Got Hired. If you're not yet following her, you want to be. So, Sanal, where can people follow you and learn all about the great advice that you give? Oh,
2: it's so sweet. Um, the, the most active I am is on LinkedIn. So that's uh, just my first name, last name. And my website is where everything is you know, put into one place. That's Supercharge Yourself, dot com.
0: Fantastic. And I highly recommend that you reach out to Sonal. And if you do, definitely let her know where you heard her here on Sirius XM 132. But uh, I think we have to answer our pre-break quiz. So, Dion, I knew you had a whole three minutes to think about this.
1: A whole three minutes.
0: A whole three minutes. Um, <laughs> what is highly unique about the 16-story gate tower building in Osaka, Japan?
1: Okay, so when you say... I don't know if this is if this is an American thing or if it's like worldwide, because like American buildings don't have a 13th floor.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: OK, that that's not the answer. All no. Right, so, <laughs>
0: no. And, and You know, that's so interesting. We, actually, I've seen airplanes that don't have a 13th row as well. Really? Yeah. And it seems so crazy to me as somebody who's lover of all things horror that that like we, the 13th row, though. Well, I mean, there is a thirteenth row, but it doesn't say thirteen. Right,
1: right. But I mean, like, why for the? I think I thought the thirteenth floor was like a specific like floor thing. I didn't know it was just the number thirteen.
0: No, I think it is because of the superstition. Oh, Mm. yeah, it's crazy, right? How that we do these things based on superstition. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's not the answer. That's not the answer, but that was the fun conversation nonetheless. It's uh, see, I want. I was going to go. It's like. It's not straight up, but then you've got like the the, the whole Lending Tower Pisa thing. <laughs> so that's not it. That's good though. Um, I wanna say they built it downwards. Well, that's,
0: that's good too. it's actually 16 stories down instead of 16. exactly that's pretty original I, I mean you've come up with some really original answers like Dion. pants yeah like pants <laughs> none of them are right but but uh you've you've actually helped dana out quite a bit because you've gotten three wrong answers off the table so four <laughs>
1: if, if, if you count pants if you count
0: pants i don't think dana was gonna say that so I, I just have a feeling right dana yes i i don't know but i'm does it not have any windows? Oh, that's a good one too. It's not right, but
1: sixteen yeah. floors without windows is—that's kind of scary. too. That's
0: kind of scary. You,
1: that's where you can put your haunted house.
0: That's, that's my guess. It's true. <laughs> it's a I little, it's a little far from home. But that's a good guess, Dana. Um, hey, Sonal, do you want to play? Do you want to see? Um, I cheated. <laughs> oh, I, I love i love your honesty i love your honesty there you're right there is no googling in in the pre-break quiz but i love your honesty but since since she went ahead and admitted it go ahead tell us the answer this is a very interesting building
2: it's a
0: whole highway goes through it. Yes, is that the reason? Yeah. Yes, it's exactly why the whole a highway, a literal highway, goes through on the fifth and sixth floors. It doesn't touch the building at all, and apparently the owner of the property refre- refused to give right of way to the government for the road. So the compromise was that the highway would be built through the tower on the fifth and sixth floor. So people are just used to this, and it's you have to look up the picture if you you, you really have to see it in person is pretty wild but anyway that that, i
1: love that my answer was so wrong (laughs) that (laughs) sanal knew that i couldn't have googled it (laughs) so that must have been not the way to go
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Three honest
0: people. Their names
2: start with D. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over your team. Three
0: D's: they are Dion, and, and, and Dawn. Yep, Amazing. yep, <laughs> yep. We see we are meant to be a team. We are meant to be together. So yeah, so interesting. Look that. Look that up. It's a very, very uh, wild-looking building. Uh, it's called the Gate Tower Building in Osaka, Japan. Hey, if you're just tuning in, eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. You are listening to SiriusXM 132. This is Dr. Dawn on Careers. And, of course, we are live back in studio Thursdays at noon Eastern with all of your open calls. So give us a call, 844-942-7866. Or some of you prefer our mailbag. So let's go ahead and get to today's mailbag.
1: You've got mail.
0: Hey, Dana. Hey, Dana. All right. Yes. Janet in Oklahoma emailed, Dear Dr. Don, I get so nervous in job interviews despite mapping out
4: all of my answers in advance and reviewing my resume. This is really making it hard to get a job because I feel like I don't come across as confident. Any tips that might help? Love the show.
0: Ooh, ooh, Janet, great question. And so now I know you deal with this all the time. People who are highly confident and you know, do all the right things by mapping out what they want to say and reflecting on their resume, but they just get so nervous. What is your advice for Janet?
2: Yeah, um, I think it's very normal to get nervous, um, and it shows you care. Firstly, it, I want to acknowledge that there's nothing wrong with being nervous. If you are not even a tiny bit nervous before an interview – Something is wrong. (laughs) Something is wrong. Um, So I just want to acknowledge that first. And secondly, nobody knows everything from day one. Um, Anybody who's listening today who's a parent, you don't, you know, you become a parent the day your kid is born. You don't know everything. Confidence is down to zero. Is he okay? Is he breathing? (laughs) (laughs) So it comes down to doing a little bit every day. So there's two things I want to say. One is practice, practice, practice. And I had a communication coach on my podcast, and he said it's shocking to him, it's astounding to him how many people before an important meeting don't practice. And it, the attitude is, I'm just going to wing it. So, practice means what? You know, speaking in front of someone who could be a friend, somebody you trust, uh, in a proper mock interview scenario, you'll get a ton of feedback that's really going to help you. And preferably do this, you know, not the day before a big meeting, but, you know, in peaceful times when nothing big is coming up. The other thing you can do is film yourself. That's what he said, and I loved it. Film yourself talking and then look at your body language. Look at the twitches, what's going on, uh, or do it in front of a mirror. But the reason filming is good is you can rewatch it and be better aware. That's the first preparation. Um, the second one is, you know, if you if you – Imagine, let's visualize a circle. Uh, The first half of the circle is like this arrow, you know, and it says the word confidence. Then the second half of the circle is another arrow, which points towards the first arrow. I hope I'm making sense. And that is competence. So competence and confidence are self-fulfilling. So if you know your job really well, you know it. You know you know it. It helps you with your confidence. And when you're confident, which comes with practice, you can speak about the job really well. So um, pay attention. Sometimes it's one or the other uh, which might be suffering a little bit. If you think you're not very clear about the role or what you need to do or where you've been, go and study the job description. Go and study your resume in detail so you are the king or queen in that area. Competence is key. Um, and and I, that will help you when you speak. You know, focus on things like your body language because that's 70%, which is nonverbal. It's not even sometimes what you say. It's how you say it. Right? So there are two parts to the job interview. The content and the delivery. Your content is what you say and you know the stuff, like the back of your hand. Uh, delivery is how you say it. Are you smiling? Non covid times, you know, how is the handshake? What is the intervention like? How do you sit? Are you slouching? Are you, you know, kind of no eye contact? All of that stuff matters. It's it's uh, matters sometimes even more than than what you say. And and when you put all of this together, just have some faith. If it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, which means don't put all your eggs in that particular basket. Mm-hmm. Have it spread out. Have a bit of a multiple portfolio, you know, diversity of portfolio, what I learned and whatever little I remember in my in my finance MBA class. <laughs> um, and, and with all of this, you know, if you get it, fantastic. Move to the next round. If you don't, the two worst things that are going to happen is you have one more person you know that you can connect with on LinkedIn, Second, this was free practice. Mm -hmm. So
0: approach it with that mindset, competence, confidence, practice. I love it. it could be okay. Love it, and thank you, Janet, for the question. And I, I think think one of the the best things is Sanal that you said that is we are all nervous. You're nervous because you, it's meaningful to you, it's important to you, and you want to do a good job. And that is that is a very natural thing to do. And I think a lot of people don't practice out loud or in a video because they they feel like oh that's that's embarrassing. But it's like do that and and get past that. Then you're going to feel so much more confident in the actual interview. And I love the part about not putting all of your eggs in one basket as well, because if you know you have three interviews coming up this week, then you realize that if, if you don't do... Perfectly in one, which you'll never do perfectly, then you're going to still have other options. So, Janet, hope this helps. Thank you so much for writing into Dr. Dawn on careers. And uh, if you've got a question, we're actually live right this second. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, 844 942 7866. We would love to answer your job search and career questions. And we're here with Sonal Ball, who is a fantastic career coach, in fact, top 25 on LinkedIn. And she has has a company called Supercharge which is a career advisory firm as well as a podcast How I Got Hired so I highly recommend you find her on LinkedIn and follow her. And let's 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 get to one of your fun acronyms. One of my favorite Sonal is Heplash and and this goes with the interview theme. So so tell us what Heplash is and I love by the way your video on LinkedIn where you actually, you know, are doing the eyelashes so <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, this really turns off the men they're like oh god what is she doing <laughs> like she's got a mascara in her hand and she's like pretending to put eye, you know mascara on her eyelashes um so you know uh, a lot of people are like hey I've, I've been interviewing a lot and it's not converting because the idea is the interview has to convert into something right an actual job offer and if there are four five interviews and you're not getting the job." It's worth finding out what's going on, and and the best way that I like to do it is putting myself in the shoes of the hiring manager or the recruiter and actually digging it and finding digging into it and finding out what exactly do they want. And my favorite analogy here is going on a lot of first dates.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm lost already. I'm lost. I I don't know what you're talking about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're either getting ghosted after those first dates. Or uh, they say they're interested, they want to keep in touch, but it it's is—it's very similar. And, and um, you know, there's a movie called What Women Want, and there's a movie called What Men Want. At the end of the day, what does a job, like, what does a hiring manager want? So that is what I uh, made a whole YouTube video about it. It's called Heplash, uh, after some um, reflection. H-E-P-L-A-S-H. So H stands for hungry. Uh, I, when I was in, uh, and Don, and you've done lots of recruitment as well. So tell me about this. Nothing is more off-putting than someone who comes across as arrogant, like they don't need the job. Yep. You yep. can see that. You can feel the chip on the shoulder, like I want to flick that chip on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> like why are you here? Why are you here? So if you're hungry, we hear it. We see it. We smell it. And what does it mean when you're hungry? You you come across as motivated. And I talked a lot about the nonverbal and you look interested, you look excited, you're asking questions. The other person's like, Wow, I've been really talking a lot in this interview and this, this guy or gal is, is really listening to me. That means, you know, you're motivated, you're interested, you're showing everything that they you know they've looked that they're looking for, it's gonna result in a in a second call. So the first is hunger. Um E stands for energy. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, as we know Einstein said that. However, energy can be reduced, <laughs> and it can be reduced in like soul sucking ways. You know, when you're in a room and somebody enters the room, and the, you know they say the energy of the room. Yeah, it wasn't the energy of the room; it was the energy of that person who walked in. It, it feels like everyone's like you know that the meeting, the vibe has changed. So, how are you sitting up, smiling, speaking, all of that stuff? We think is shallow. It matters a lot. P um, is potential. Now, for most positions, you know, uh, the the only exception would be, let's say, minimum wage or something like that. But for most positions in the corporate world, they are not just hiring you for a job today. They're hiring you for something you can do two years later. They want to see, does this person have potential? And potential is rare. You know, in HR, you have something called um, talent reviews, which happen typically once a year or twice a year where they review certain people and, like, is this person ready for a promotion or the next opportunity? And how do they do that? There's a three-by-three matrix of performance and potential. And if you see that matrix, I'm pointing it as if you can see me, (laughs) (laughs) the the upper L is high potential and high performance. That's what is that beautiful, um, you know, balance that people are looking for. High potential is what? Somebody who is very capable of taking on more and more uh and i don't mean they work hard but they have potential to do even more so that would be uh, you know that you could do your manager's job for example so that is something that's always exciting for a hiring manager l stands for long-term orientation now long-term is, is a very relative word right millennials are apparently 1.8 uh, one year and eight months they are they've already gone to a new company that's expensive. That's very expensive for a company to keep hiring and keep retaining. And by the time you're trained and you're ready to do it, you're you're out. It takes 12 months, right, to get some return on investment on new talent. They can assess this with past behavior. Have you been leaving mm-hmm. every one year or so? Um, and if you have been jumping ship, there has to be really strong reasons why you moved. It can't be at the drop of a hat every time it was more money. Every time it was something, you know, you're you're excited like a squirrel looking for the next shiny object. Um, Then why would people want to invest in you? H E I'm counting H E P L A is the glue, which is attitude. You know that winning attitude. You can see it by uh, people ask behavioral questions, and they want to know you have that winning mentality. You know that can do attitude. I can do it. I don't know. Have you done this before, uh, John? No, I haven't. But I'll figure it out. I always learn um, you know, that attitude come matters a lot.
0: Yep. S is uh, uh soft I hate this word. <laughs> God, you scare me so I thought like you were possessed by a demon for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my There's gosh. It, it was kinda cool. Not, yeah,
2: I think Adam Grant released something on it recently as well. There's nothing soft about soft skills. In fact, in HR we say the hard the soft stuff is the hard stuff. So all of the communication, persuasion skills, team building, um, you know, problem solving—all of that is, is soft skills. They want to see how does that fit in. And the last one—and there's a reason why it's the last—H, and that's hard skills. Now, hard skills are technical skills; they're teachable. Um, yes, they matter. If you're going to be an account, you know, hiring for an accountant job, you should know how accountancy works. But um, beyond that. Um, the other stuff matters even more. That's the differentiator between who gets the next um, round of interviews or the offer letter and who doesn't. So it's the entire sort of heplash when it comes together. And how do you, you know, you come, okay, how do you solve? How do you solve my problem? How can you do it? How can you do it differently compared to everyone else? This helps uh, to place you, you know, different, uh, higher or at the top of the pile compared to everyone else.
0: Yeah, I love it. Heplash. because a lot of people think about the last two, the you know, maybe soft skills and hard skills, but they don't think about the hunger and the energy and the attitude and how all of that makes a difference cuz those things are not teachable. Those things mm. if you don't bring them with you to the job, then they're just not there. And I think that is so critical and I have seen so many people hired purely on those things. They they just come with an intense hunger, they come with a great energy, a great Attitude. They, um, you know, you can tell they're ready to roll up their sleeves and dive in, and you know, do the work, and and and. Learn what they need to learn and be resourceful and that can make a huge difference because not everybody has that and so I love this people need to go look on your YouTube video and watch this because I think it is definitely definitely something you want to view before your next interview hey 844-942-7866 if it's Thursday noon eastern we are live we are back in studio and we are taking your calls all hour on Dr. Dawn on Career Sirius XM 133 32, so mark your calendars every Thursday at noon Eastern. We are here for you on Channel 132. Today, we've had a phenomenal guest, Sonal Ball, career strategist, podcaster, founder of Supercharged Top 25, (laughs) LinkedIn career coach, podcast host of How I Got Hired. Sonal, it has been an absolute blast having you on the show and hearing all of your fantastic advice that you've given to everyone. So thank you so much, first of all, for joining us um and secondly everybody needs to be following you because whether you're in a job search today or you're thinking about it for six months from now or you're not even thinking about it at all it's great to be prepared so give us um give us some information about where people can find you sanal thank you firstly i appreciate being
2: here it's it's such an honor Um, the best way to to find me would be on my on my website so that's
0: superchargeyourself.com fantastic. And don't forget to reach out to Sonal on LinkedIn. Tell her where you heard her here on Dr. Yeah. Dawn on Careers and make sure that you are on LinkedIn and updating that about section because I think I think Sunal made a great argument for that. So we are at the end of our show. I want to certainly thank Sunal. I want to thank Dana and Dion. You always make this show so much fun. And of course, our listeners and callers, we are here for you every Thursday noon Eastern on Sirius XM 132. And we will see you next time.